the directing. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, directing Christopher Nolan. I mean, he's astounding guy. Yeah, you know, he directs. Yeah, he yeah. directs. I mean, like, I think I think that he's pretty cool. You know, I pretty think cool he guy. gave a little direction in this movie. Yes, so. indeed, indeed. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he did direct in ways. Swapping thoughts, a film podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Swapping Thoughts, episode number seventeen. Now, I believe. Mm. Uh, and today is a pretty good episode as well. We got a, a non-spoiler review for Oppenheimer today. Um, and so if you, if you are looking to see Oppenheimer in theaters, then you should definitely check us out here because we have, uh, I've created, uh, a rating system and I'm going to explain that too. So the rating system, how this works is we, there's a, variety of different categories that we have and then there's subcategories within those categories and each subcategory is worth 0.5 of a mark okay and so and each of these and there's 10 categories and so with each category being one point it all adds up to 10 so it depends on if if something is good enough we'll give it a 0.5 if it sucks we'll give it like a just a zero or maybe a 0.25 or something and we'll see what that adds up to in the end okay does that sound good that sounds great <laughs> okay let's freaking do this mm. okay <laughs> um so ethan yes how did how did you like the film let's just start start with that how did i like the film i liked the film you you, you <laughs> liked the film I okay. liked it. I think, I think it was pretty good. Yeah. Thank you, Chris for Nolan. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> good old Chris got your back. Yeah, good old Chris. Yeah. I mean, I. So when I I would first want to start off just by saying like, the, I've never seen anything more anticipated than this film. Uh. I mean, along with with it being you know, Barbie and everything too. Yeah. You know, and these, these films were so anticipated. Like I, I've never seen anything like that. Like it was, it was already just like everyone was talking about them before it even came out. Uh, and why do you think that is? Because uh, I've noticed that that's not the first time that two different, completely different movies have come out on the same day. Mm-hmm. And yet it wasn't such a big, you know, rise of attention. I don't think like, for example, is, is like Dark Knight Rises and Mamma Mia. You know, those were those were on, on yeah. the same day. And but that didn't really get much attention at all. You know, why do you think that now it's causing such a rise in attention? Well, I think a lot of people just enjoyed the contrast. Yeah. In like the two different movies. Because <laughs> yeah. like Oppenheimer, it is a lot more dark and serious. Whereas Barbie is Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> so I think inherently people were like oh this is really fun this is different what are we gonna go see yeah and then the whole like barbenheimer thing happened yeah and people were like oh we'll watch both and it'll be crazy yeah i think people just really got got into that mindset now with that as well i mean oppenheimer it's it's just a pretty serious film and christopher nolan he he's known for making incredible films that people love to watch over and over because they are so complicated. Yeah. And I think that just added to it where people are like, this is the one. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so let's just dive right into this rating system here. 
uh, so I just want all of you who are listening and, and watching to just have a really good sense of of how good the movie is before you watch it. So uh, the first category, the first thing that we have in our category list is the plot. Okay, and with the plot, there's also the story arc and the plausibility. So we're, we'll start with the the story arc of of the film. Um, how do you how do you think that that went over? Like, do you think do you think that the story arc uh, made a big hit in the movie? Do you think that's the, the reason why it was such a good film to you, or do you think there's other important things? I I did like the story arc. I think I think the way that it played out was very good. There yeah. was just there was something about the movie that. Like while I was watching it, I was like, "Why? Why is it like this? What's what's going on with this story?" Yeah. And a lot of it did feel like this build up, and then release at the end, and I think that was very intentional, very cool, mm-hmm. because just like, just like the movie and how that played out, that's exactly what a bomb would be like, a nuclear oh, bomb. Oh, that's true. And they, yeah. the story was put in such a way that it it kind of exemplified that. Mm. Where it was like, this is exactly what it would be like. It's a chain reaction. Yeah. And things are happening. And at the end, boom, there it is. Yeah. No way to get and, it back. You know, that's how, exactly how I felt too. At the end of the film, I really felt devastated. Like it was it was an emotional impact. Well, it was like there's nothing you could do. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was quite like at the, just the, the ending scene was a really big heavy hitter. Um, just because of the things that you realize. Um, near the end and it's it's very powerful like you mm-hmm. feel you just feel every emotion that he's feeling and along with that there's there's some moments key moments that Christopher Nolan puts in there uh, throughout the film that puts you into the mind of Oppenheimer himself mm-hmm. uh, which is a really you know it's it's a spectacular way of filming so I really like that too yeah um, but do you like since they're all point fives, you have to rate rank them you know, pretty harshly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so would it be a 0. 0.5, you know, if you're, if you're judging it, like from the harshest part of your soul? Out of 0. 0.5, I feel like it'd be like a point, 0. 0.4, 0.45. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I really like the arc and I like how it played out. Yeah. I think it was very well done. I think it was very well done too. Uh, and, you're right though. Like since I'm raking this so harshly, I it wasn't what made the movie the best. You know, like mm-hmm. there it's it was really good, but there's definitely parts in the movie that uh, made the movie just that much more better than the story arc would have made it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I, I think a point four might fit that. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So rank that. Uh, rank that point four. See that. That's right. Yeah. There we go. Point four it up. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, the plausibility then. Like, how how does this? And okay. Well, plausibility is an easy one it's, because it's point five. It was extremely plausible exactly. because it happened. That's what I was just thinking. But that's that's yeah. the thing though with this movie, is Christopher Nolan. A lot of the time, his movies aren't based on real people. Yeah. But this time it was. Yeah, and I feel different. like he did a really good job of like showing Oppenheimer's life. Mm-hmm. Especially like in this concentrated area, yeah. but on a broader theme of like his entire life. So 
I I'd put a point five easily. Oh, it's I think it's easily point five that's, because that's what it is because it's it's a thousand percent true. Yeah, and that's that's another thing we could talk about too is like the accuracy of that, right? Uh, and I think and, it yeah. was very well done. It yeah. was it was very well done. I think there's an accuracy so. point somewhere down there, so we'll leave that be. But easy point e- easy point five for plausibility. I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so the next category is the attraction of the film. Okay, oh. <laughs> the attraction of the film, and we're starting with the premise. Mm-hmm. Okay, the premise of the film. Uh, what, do you think that that made a huge impact in in you enjoying the film? Oh yeah, yeah. When I heard it was about the atomic bomb, I was like, yeah, yeah, bombs. Yes, mm-hmm. I love bombs, dude. It's it was good, but <laughs> but before I even watched the film though, yeah, I feel like. Uh, I wasn't really getting what it was really about before I watched it. Like even the trailer mm-hmm. didn't didn't show at all anything. Like it it, yeah. it hardly showed much. Mm-hmm. It was it was very vague, and yeah. that's why I was like, "Oh, bombs. Okay, cool." Yeah, it just showed like a bomb. Like I knew it was about a bomb, but yeah. I, I, that's really all. I, I didn't really realize yeah. how much it was about Oppenheimer and like his point of view on things. Yeah, I I so. was like there was. There was a lot of things that I didn't know before mm-hmm. entering the theater, and and I I did enjoy that about it too. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like that, and I think that's how that's how uh, trailers are meant to be these days. Because mm-hmm. a lot of trailers these days, dude, they show too much, and then you're just like, oh, I feel like I already watched the film. Yeah. <laughs> so it it is good to have like some mystery in there, yeah. but also having a vague idea is good. You need to yeah, like a vague idea. You yeah. Know, kind of just to gloss over like what you would like to see in the film. So like personally with, with the premise, I, I'd put a three, I think. You put a three and I do. I know, think I would. And that's, I'm, I'm thinking it would be lower as well, just cause it, yeah. it, it didn't make a huge impact for me. Either. No, just cause that's not what it was really aiming for. Like the film, you know, it, mm-hmm. that's not the main focus that you're supposed to take away from that. And yeah. so that's why, yeah, I think point three, um, I think that fits it actually, point three. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, that's good, man. So along with that, so with the attraction, there's the entertainment aspect. And how entertaining was the film for you? What did you think? Oh, it, so throughout the film, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really entertaining and just the the visual effects the which we'll get into a little bit later but like the the sound mm-hmm. uh, you, you can it's just vibrating through you which i loved it was amazing yeah uh, and but entertainment wise it might not be as entertaining to some people as it was to me yeah you know because it, it might not be someone else's you know niche or whatever they would want to see and mm. i can i get that you know I get that's that. personally what i kind of felt yeah is i mean going in I didn't really know what to expect and it wasn't quite what I imagined it was yeah. going to be. I thought there was going to be more action involved. Yeah. More explosions. Yeah. But there, there was a lot more uh, talking and than I thought there was yes. going to be. And that's, I think that's what he was trying to portray as well because uh, in like the story of Oppenheimer himself, there's just a lot of arguing, a lot of, just them in a room mm-hmm. talking all yeah. the time. And that's really all there is. But 
Yeah. So that's why it's so amazing that Christopher Nolan was able to even produce a show about this. About but it was impressive films. because yeah. even even with it just being talking, like you were still so consumed. Yeah, you by were the like movie. on the edge of your seat because you're like yeah. wanting to know uh-huh. what's going on. And so that to me was entertainment. But it, I like with that being said, it wouldn't it wouldn't rank a point five for me because it it's like it's definitely not the most entertaining type of movie that it could yeah. be like you know if you if you watch like a superhero movie or something obviously that's going to get like way higher marks for entertainment uh than than oppenheimer would and that's the thing if yeah. you really like talking if you enjoy like pretty pretty intense conversations about things yeah. you'll love this movie yeah it's, it's good so. so like i i would definitely put it personally at point four uh what would what do you think I think I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. A point four. Yeah. Okay. Point four. I think that's fair. Sure. Point four. That's good. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, next category: the theme. Theme of the film. <laughs> okay. The theme. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and the first subcategory we have is identity. Okay. It's like. That, I think the theme of the film with with identity. I think that it would be, you know, the the identity of of Oppenheimer himself and like who he is as a as a character as a person, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously, this is off of a true story. So like, the identity of Oppenheimer, like you, I mean, he knows who he is. He's a physicist. Yeah, and that's that's who he is. That's his identity. Um, but for the other characters, like, what do you think is, uh, like, do you think that, uh, in the, within the film that these, these people in, uh, these characters, like, do you think they really knew what their role was in like the true story of Oppenheimer? I, I do. I feel like the people's identities in the movie, they were very well defined it was obvious what everyone's role was Mm. there was a few where you're like what what's his intentions what's going on here but that's by design and that made it very intriguing yeah but i i think everyone understood who they were and who were they who they were supposed to be playing Mm. especially killian yeah he did such a good job as oppenheimer yeah and it shows in every single scene oh definitely yeah so I I personally feel like the identity was was quite good. Okay. Um, it definitely wasn't like I would say. Hmm. I would I would say like a point four still. Yeah. No, I I, I think. think five, yeah. To be point five is to be perfect. I think it's perfect. Yeah, and and yeah. It, w- it wasn't what made the film for me either. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be point four. Yep. Now. The depth of the movie, I could see that being a point five. Yeah, I'll I could, be honest, because that was good. Cause, well, that's that's the, like Christopher Nolan's niche. Like mm-hmm. he he's loves depth and he loves uh, yeah. science, right? He I don't know if it that. can be any deeper. Yeah. than that movie was. And oh, it's, it's it was so good. it was so serious, so yeah. important. I think the depth was there. Well, yeah, that, I think that's that's Nolan's specialty mm-hmm. too. It's like every film he he comes out with. 
It's like, boom, depth is, is huge. And that's the thing. Like, the more you watch this movie, the more you'll see and understand as well. Because yeah. there's so much going on. It's so hard to see it all. Yeah. On the first viewing. Yeah. Yeah, true. Like, it's... There, like, I'm, I'm actually, I gotta see it again. Like, I'm, I'm seeing it again this Saturday, <laughs> and because the yeah. first viewing, you're not gonna get everything because I'll, when you're, when someone's talking, I feel like mm-hmm. talking is a lot harder to get the first time than actions are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, just if to, somebody punches somebody, you're like, oh, he punched him. Yeah, but then if someone's <laughs> talking to you about science or something, you have to. Re- you have to have them repeat it over and over again to yeah. get it. So, like, that's what I feel like is going on here. I think that's you know? pretty good. But I would put a 0.5. Yeah. No, I would put a 0.5 as well. That's, I'll put it. That's perfect. You got it? Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay, yeah. The Let's move on to the next category. Uh, acting. How, how are the actors? The characters. Start, let's start with the, the characters here. Uh, so, we got... We got Killian Murphy. We got Matt Damon. Uh, what are the other ones? What's the? Oh yeah, uh, Emily Blunt. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, and oh yeah, she's the Tatlock. Tatlock, yeah. 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 I think I think there was such great performances. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Incredible. Great job. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I think I liked everyone's performance. Yeah. There was Josh Peck in there. I don't know if you even know who that Josh is. Josh Peck. That sounds familiar. Right? Yeah. But he he was there. Which one was he? Which yes. One? What? He was just kind of in the background. And oh. I was like, is that Josh Peck? Wait, what's When I was watching Josh the movie. Peck? That was weird. I don't know. Oh, pff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was like, just like one of Josh. the, yeah, yeah. He was just like one of the military guys. No. Yeah. I, I, I remember him in there. Yeah. Okay. But the cool thing I love about the characters though, and the actors is that none of them sought this role. Like, you know, the, all those major actors that you see, none of them sought the role themselves. Like Christopher Nolan came, like went to them personally yeah. asking for them to play this specific role in this specific movie. They're like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, but like, I just thought that was cool that that Christopher Nolan knows exactly who he wants to play each person. Yeah. You know. Which I I think worked really well. Yeah, it's like, he's very specific. He wants, he wanted Killian Murphy to play Oppenheimer, you know, and he wanted Matt Damon to play that officer. Uh-huh. It's, and it, it was completely well done. Like, he's he's all in that specificity you know, of the, of the filmmaking, mm-hmm. which I thought was amazing. Cause I saw this little, uh, director's cut of, uh, what's her name? And no, what, uh, Pew, what's her name? Florence, Florence Pew. Florence Pew. Yeah, yeah. And she was saying like how, uh, you know, getting recruited from Christopher Nolan, it felt like, uh, since they were getting recruited from Christopher Nolan, it must've meant that somewhere along the line, he thought that they did a good job somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, it's like, it's a, I feel like it's a big honor. It's a big, you know, yeah. it's a lot of respect there uh, for the actors. I think so. Yeah. So what would you put that one as then? Uh, the characters themselves. Oh, I would, I think I would put that like not a, so the next subcategory would be development. And I think that would be 0.5. So I'm going to put this one a 0.4. Okay. Uh, because we got to make this harsh, you know? Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> I don't know about you. Do you think that's fine? Or do you want to yeah, put I do. I like, I really like the characters. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay. 
For the development, though, yeah, I feel like some characters were more developed than others. Um, I feel like Oppenheimer was very true to who he was. Yeah, I I looked into it a little bit. He he was kind of a strange guy. He was oh, weird. Yeah, like the, yeah. the real Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was a weird guy. He was definitely strange. Yeah, I heard that for dinners. As they were building the bomb, he would uh, have like chocolate and beer. <laughs> oh, just that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. So you know, yeah, he was he was different. Oh yeah, definitely. but but you know that's what was needed, and he was portrayed very well. Yeah, yeah i i i do I do recall like reading about how interesting he was but i also remember reading about how uh you know oppenheimer himself he was very he was very much a ladies man like like how they they kind of portray him like that in the movie too yeah but you know and it's because he was quite attractive oh yeah apparently i mean like i wasn't there but like (laughs) apparently he was quite attractive to a lot of people so but he was also like a really socially awkward youth yeah and, and things like that so he and but I feel like a lot of scientists are. So. Mm. Well, yeah, I I feel like to be a scientist, you have to be kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, be weird. Yeah. Everyone finds their niche. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely put development uh, a point five though, because yeah. like the development of Oppenheimer himself, just within the movie, uh, going from like what he was oriented towards at the beginning to where he gets at to at the end, it's like. There is, there's so much things going through his head and you, you're along for the ride each and every step of the way Yeah, and you see the change in his in right his there with it. Yeah. You see I the agree. change. And I think, so I just thought that, that was amazing. I think that was really good. Yeah. yeah. So then the dialogue, nothing like it. <laughs> the dialogue. <bro. laughs> yeah. Yeah. The right. dialogue with the storytelling. Yeah. I, I feel like it was a, a pretty straightforward story, like what what they were talking about mm-hmm. and the idea that went with it. I feel like that was told very well. Yeah. So I I really enjoyed the storytelling. Um, there was a lot of like underlying pieces to it as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple mm-hmm. where I'm like, I don't fully get it right yeah. now. Yeah. So I feel like I, I do need to see it again. To get the full story, because I feel like I'm yeah. missing something. There, there is a lot of things that you need to really pay attention for, um, you know. And with the with the storytelling too, like a lot of what was in the film was just super accurate, you know. And and I've been reading a lot of stuff about this, and apparently, like, so it's a it's based off of a book called mm-hmm. American Prometheus, and that you know that's where Christopher Nolan got a lot of his information yeah. and everything. But he he made it like as accurate as he, as he could put it. Mm. from from what the book is and the book is very accurate to the to the real story um the only difference is that you know uh with with the movies you have to write in some things right and so christopher nolan he did write a few things in to tie the beginning with the end you know uh to make it kind of poetic in a sense yeah but a lot of it was very just straight straight up accurate and and i think this is one of the most accurate movies i've ever seen which is very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's very nice. So I, I did really enjoy the storytelling, but yeah. I feel like it was hard to get it all at once. 
So yes. yeah, you definitely you see it again. Like yeah, it, it was yeah for sure. Um, what would you put the storytelling at then? For like, would you put a point five or would you put it a little bit lower? Mm. I do like a zero, like a point four five. Point four five. I feel okay. like the story was really good, but I'm just missing a little bit. Yeah, no, that makes. So I feel like I that, feel like that'd be pretty good. No, that makes sense. We're we're doing yeah. this harshly, so we gotta, <laughs> you know, we gotta make this, make this good. So, with that, then, the context of the film. Uh, what do you think of the context, like, within the film, like, uh, Oppenheimer himself with the atomic bomb and him being the father of it? I feel like, I feel like a lot of the things matched up, and I, yeah. I was like, oh, this makes sense, like. I I'm getting all this information and it's all meshing together within the story. Yeah. And so I feel like every little piece that we got really did fit together mm-hmm. and it allowed you to kind of get that, get that understanding of like, this is what's going on. This is what mm-hmm. you should be thinking about as you're watching this. Yes. Yeah. So I, I really liked that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. what did you think? Yeah. Well, with, with that too, like I thought that uh, you like there's definitely things that you really just need to pay attention to, uh, especially when they're talking about like uh, you know they're they're talking about uh, nuclear you know neutrons and like all like right. like the splitting of atoms and and kind of like the science behind everything uh, when you when they're explaining all this stuff and they they do for a lot of it it's you you kind of have to pay attention at least if if you're someone who hasn't gone through school that you know, for those specific things or, or just learned about those before, uh, it might be a little bit hard, a little tougher to grasp right. the first time. But that's the thing. Like nuclear physics is no joke. Yeah. And, and it, even the people that that is their life, they don't even fully understand it. Yeah. So that's why they keep else, these experiments. Yeah, yeah. Any average Joe going to watch the movie, what, what is told about it, and all that, like it is, it's quite impressive that it was yeah. able to be distilled in a way where you could understand it. Yeah. And you could get that context. You understood like, oh, okay, this makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I think for that, Christopher Nolan did a really good job on just distilling that knowledge so that people could understand it yeah. easily. Yeah. And, and while we're talking about the science behind it too, um, one interesting thing that I found was that... Uh, so within the film, it talks about how uh, Oppenheimer, he kind of ran some ran theories about black holes and he, he found out about black holes. Like he was one of the first ones. Uh, and uh, I think he wrote like a somewhat of a paper about it, like in the, you know, the real Oppenheimer did. Yeah. Uh, but he he later says like because he, he he allowed other people to take over his work and, and things like that, because apparently to him, it wasn't that important. Yeah, he didn't really care about the black holes. He wanted. Well, he, he had other stuff. He had other stuff on his yeah. mind. He didn't really care about, you know, finding out the black hole and everything. But a lot of people took up that that kind of work, and mm. they took the credit for for him his findings as well. Yeah. So that was one thing that I thought was very interesting. But, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the context was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a, I think that should be like a point five. Sounds good. Point five context for sure. Okay. Well, that brings us to the cinematography. Yes. 
That visual language. One of my favorite parts. Yeah. Honestly. I, I, I love the it. visuals. Yeah. It looked so good. Yeah, this is, this is one of my favorite things because mm-hmm. like the the visual effects, you know, it's, it's so this is one thing that Christopher Nolan has has said before the movie came out too, uh, was that there's there's no visual effects. There's no, you know, uh, behind a green screen, all that stuff, which there wasn't. But visual effects is not just that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot more than that. Yeah, and and so a lot of visual effects artists actually got upset about this because in every movie, there's always going to be visual effects. And, you know, it's 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 kind of inevitable for yeah. at least these types of films too. Uh, no matter how hard you try to just build your own Los Alamos, because um, which they did, they built the, the entire town. They did the explosions themselves. But with that, there's still going to be some visual effects that are, that take place. And he forgot to thank those people. And yeah. so that was one thing that a lot of artists kind of uh, were upset about because of that. But, you know, it, it's it, so it was just interesting. And I think that he said that because he he wanted people to know uh, which lengths they took to make it as real as they could. Because they did try. They tried as hard as they could to make it super real. You know, like the all the explosions were real, you know. But which, yeah, yeah, I think it was really cool. I love the visuals. Yeah, I just great. think it looked great. Yeah, and that goes along with that. Actually, goes along with the editing afterwards. But mm-hmm. what what would you think that uh, the, the visual, visual language, language would would go? I I think it would be quite high because a lot of it was from the point of view of uh, Oppenheimer, and that's made very apparent. And there's there's scenes where it's in color and there's scenes where it's in black and white and it's showing different mm. perspectives as well. That's true, yeah. And because of that, I feel like the visual language was very well done. Yeah, I would it, put that at point, point 0.5 as well. I would as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely point, point 0.5 worthy. Yeah. And um, then when it comes to the lighting, the setting, the wardrobe, all those things, it was very immersive. Mm-hmm. You felt like you were right there. Yes. There's certain scenes where they're testing bombs and they're, the bombs are going off. Mm-hmm. And the lighting was incredible. And yeah. I I was in awe of it. So yeah. personally I, for me, anything with the cinematography, it's a point five. Oh, for me too. Like uh, like Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing cinematography. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the special effects for that one was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and it, it goes for this one too. Like just the uh the lengths they go to get the best shots they can uh, especially with the explosions and and everything mm-hmm. too and just getting the 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 very much thriller vibe from Oppenheimer himself too yeah it, it was it was amazing so personally i would put 0.5 again oh i'll put 5, 0.5 too Dude, yeah. i love i love the lighting the okay. editing and i think that was that's actually what made the film for me too is the mm-hmm. editing right the visual effects that, that was, was great yeah yeah, that was good. So now we have the editing. Yeah. And for the first part with that is the pacing of the movie. Um, it's a three-hour movie. So it is a little bit on the longer side. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And because of that, like, it's... There, there is a lot 
of different scenes and it can kind of get overwhelming once you're yeah. to the uh, the last bit of the movie. And you don't even like long movies, do you? I don't. I remember I like, you talking about that. I feel like a two hour movie is long. So three hour movie for me is like, wow, yeah, that's a while. Yeah. But if it's on a good topic and it and like it's rolling, it's a good time. And I did really enjoy this movie. I liked I liked the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the pace within the movie, I feel like it was it was pretty good. They probably could have cut some things to make yeah, it shorter. Like the pace, but you I mean, mean, like the like how how everything came together. Like exactly. you think it was too slow for you. I or I I feel like. <sighs> Maybe there were some parts where it felt slow, but for the most part, I felt like it was it was quite good. Yeah, on there, the there were some slow parts where yeah. you kind of weren't understanding what was quite going on, but then it kind of clicks later yeah. on. So I did I did get that too, that feeling. And I, that's not to say like I don't think that it should always be like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Let's keep up like this high, True. Yeah. high thing, because sometimes it is important to have it slow. Yeah. I and so I feel like the pacing was all right. It wasn't anything that I thought was incredible, though. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like I I would probably put the pace at like probably a point three or something like that. That feels that? good to me. Feels yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, point three for that. Now the fact the effects. Now this is where we really talk about the um, the effects of the movie, and we already kind of dived into that, like how how real the explosions were and everything. Uh, but there was, you know, there's part where, parts where the uh, it, it goes from Oppenheimer to uh, explode, like kind of like an effect of explosion. Except it wasn't really explosions. There was like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, like, it was like sparks, but it it came it came along with a lot of uh, sound with it, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of exploded explosion sounds. And I think that was supposed to be uh, a representation of his mind. Yes, as well. Yeah, you know. And so that was a really well edited, I think, too. But and I, I, it was a good effect. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, what what would you rate the effects? Because I, I don't know. What, what would you say? I would have enjoyed more effects. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's true. I think that's that hard to say. I so last one we did point three. I think that this one, I think this would be high. Higher than the pace, though. I think I I would put it like a point four, point four five, maybe. I'd put a point four. Point four, okay. Yeah. Yeah, point four. Okay. Uh, here's here's the good one: the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. This is the thing. Whenever I see a Christopher Nolan movie, I'm like, "There's no way he could beat Interstellar or beat Inception or something." But the score. It it exceeds that somehow. It it gets to that level. It was very like, intense. Yeah. I don't think it's above Interstellar for me. Okay. I think that one just is crazy. Yeah. I love that soundtrack. The, yeah, the Interstellar soundtrack, amazing. But sure. the soundtrack was very good yeah. in this movie. And I feel like the sound design was very well done, very accurate mm. for the theme. Mm. So Yes, I really enjoyed that. And I I was watching something earlier too about the development of the sound of the the score as well. And they 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 started it with the violin. So so all of the everything, all the scenes that Christopher Nolan was going off of was just with the violin playing. Mm. And then later on is when they uh, when what is his name Uh, Gorenson Ludwig Gorenson or something. Mm. That's like that's the that's the guy who made the score. Uh, But he. 
he that's when he adds in the synthesizer and the the piano afterwards so it it was all violin before like yeah uh, to to make sure um you know christopher nolan was putting the right pieces in together with the with the sound as well because they have to they have to like put every piece of sound like exactly how the film was portraying you know yeah which is hard to do i feel like you know i i really enjoyed it i think it was really good yeah i could i could easily put it as a point four five point four five yeah i could yeah i could do it as a point four four point four five as well okay that'd be good i think so yeah for sure then the next one is the film score i loved it you know there was there was sound or some kind of song going on for the majority of the movie yeah and i feel like that really helped to keep that momentum going throughout the movie because a lot of it was talking so that sound design the film score it was very important Mm -hmm. in order to keep the momentum and keep that intensity within all the scenes so I think the the film score really allowed that to to pick up the whole movie. So I really like. I it. agree. Like I think the 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 film score, like I I always yeah like like I said like I always come into these Christopher Nolan films and like man how is he gonna make the score this time because his the like he's he's really well known for mm. for his amazing the amazing score that he puts into his films mm-hmm. and and so just hearing that and throughout the film and just seeing it build up until the very end it's it's it really just makes the film 10 times better like without the yeah. sound without the score it wouldn't be nearly as good like you need that to build up <laughs> you know yeah so i thought it was good what, what would you put the film score i'll put a 0.5 but yeah you think so <laughs> <laughs> i i think so 0.5 i like it yeah, yeah i think it's 0.5 for sure okay Ooh, the directing. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> directing Christopher Nolan. I mean, he's astounding guy. Yeah, you know he directs. Yeah, he yeah. directs. I mean, like I think I think that he's pretty cool. You know, I pretty think cool he guy. gave a little direction in this movie. Yes, so, indeed, indeed. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he did direct in ways. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think it's that vision. Yeah. I think I think the vision was there, dude, for his, what this dude, movie needed vision, to be. Man, he can see. Yeah, he can see. The right. vision was there, and I think, I think it was a good one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much more to say because no. like, with the vision, it's it's there. Like mm-hmm. you, you see it throughout the where throughout yeah. the film. Christopher Nolan is just amazing for that. Yeah, you know, I personally, I'd still put it as a point four though. Point four. Okay. No, that make that. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. We can do that. Point four. I love the execution. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you love the execution? Yes. Of the, of the directing. Yes. Yeah. Christopher Nolan is the executioner. <laughs> He's the executioner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Well, yeah, that goes along with, with the vision, too. Like, he just... He knows how to execute, man. Like He does. Because with directing, I mean, you need to have that sense of, like, what to do in the situation. And I and another thing that I found out about Christopher Nolan is that he knows... He, he really knows a little bit about every single thing within the set, like the lighting, mm-hmm. the, the visuals. He knows a lot about the editing, too. He knows a lot about, um, you know, where to place the mics and all this stuff. And he knows he knows a little bit. He's kind of like a jack of all trades. Yeah. Like you know, and, and so he said, too, that 
just knowing a little bit about these things helps the people that he's working with, uh, you know, he, they respect him a little bit more for that because he can talk to them about these certain things about their, their trade and mm. he knows what they're talking about. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's great that he knows how to do that. I really like that. Yeah. I feel like for the execution, Oh man, it's tough, but well, let me see. I, for the execution, I mean, he executed the film quite well. So I think that it would be a 0.5 because the movie turned out to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a director. I don't know how people, I don't know how he can do this. Like, I don't know how yeah. he can produce a film so amazing. And so to me, it's, it's quite, it's quite amazing, you know? Okay. So I, I would say it's 0.5, but. I'll, I'll agree with that. You'll agree with that? Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that's very true. And uh, I think it's very hard to say anything contra- contrary to that yeah. because Christopher Nolan, he did such a good job. For sure. Yeah. I thought you did He too. executed. Yeah. <laughs> so the it factor, hey? Yeah. The last one, and might sound silly, but the it factor, okay? So like one of a kind. Do you think that this film was one of a kind? Well, yeah. I mean, it. what other story is like it? What other story talks about creating the first atomic bomb? Yeah, I think it was one of a kind too because, yeah. well, first of all, it is a true story and it's very accurate. Mm-hmm. So, you, it's, you know, it's a story about the father of the atomic bomb and that in itself is, is one of a kind because no other yeah. person has done that. I think it's an important story yeah. to hear and yes. to learn about. Yeah. So, I think, I think it is one of a kind. I would 0. easily 5? put a 0. 0.5 for it. Yeah, same. Okay transcendent bro okay that's a big word is this movie transcendent transcendent like do you think that it was just transcendent that's the thing i feel like i feel like it was really good in a lot of ways i don't know if i'd call it transcendent i agree i it's it's a historical movie it's one telling a story of the past i feel like it has a lot of important messages attached Mm. but i I don't feel, I almost feel like I'm trapped at the end of it more mm-hmm. than anything. Yeah. And that we're kind of stuck with the consequences. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that it was transcendent for me. No, I, I agree with that. Like, I think that like to me, transcendent, not really the word I would put, you know, <laughs> not really the word I would put for that. So like I, captive, I, I think <laughs> would be more accurate for captive. me. <laughs> uh, no, that, that makes sense. Like, yeah. Kind of captivating trapped I mean, it was i actually felt like on the edge of my seat the whole time but yeah mm. so like i yeah i think that like i think that would be like a, probably a point three um maybe even lower that's probably like the lowest one i would put honestly yeah i oh. feel like a point three is fair point three is fair okay i think so so uh it, the movie came out as an 8.7 mm-hmm. do you think that's fair i i do yeah. I feel like that's a pretty fair movie for yeah. or feel da 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 da. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty fair for this movie. Yeah. I feel like an eight point seven out of ten. That's a pretty good score. Yeah. Like that's so that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, um Yeah, for me, so like I don't know what you guys watching feel about that score, but we tried to make this score as accurate as we could. So eight point seven, let us know in the comments what you think about that score because uh 
we think it's pretty accurate, but we want to know what your thoughts are on that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, anything you want to add to that? Along with that, I mean, we came we came to an eight point seven. I think the interesting thing, IMDb, they were at an eight point eight out of ten. Eight point eight. Yeah. Oh. And then Rotten Tomatoes, it was at a ninety four. So yes. that's that's kind of hey, where so that's we're, at. We were pretty much there. I think so. Yeah. So okay. I think I think all in all, fair fair description of the movie. Yeah. Um, go see it for yourself. See what you think as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, thank you guys for watching though. Um, and I hope you guys like subscribe, watch more of our videos because we got a lot of more reviews, uh, coming up and a lot more uh, awesome videos for you. So yeah, anyways, bye.